you're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Abuchi. Episode 13. Is your organization going agile for fear of missing out? Hi everyone, welcome back to Agile Ideas, the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Agile and FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out. In case you were living under a rock, let me remind you what FOMO is exactly. Well, according to Urban Dictionary, FOMO is referred to as a state of mental or emotional strain caused by the fear of missing out, or alternatively, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere, often aroused by posts seen on social media. Now, if you are anything like me, you probably spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and you may have seen the influx of Agile conversations. Now, this is Big A Agile and Small A Agile. And I'll definitely put my hand up as I'm guilty to contributing to all this Agile chatter. The truth is, though, no matter where you look, you will see someone discussing it. Uh, it's being discussed at every level uh, in in, in work that is being done in the academic space, in the practitioner community, in training, by consultants, from recruiters, and so forth. There is a lot of discussion and chatter, and the increased rise of Agile has continued to grow. Now, if you've, if you, um, if you've been on, um, if you haven't been on LinkedIn, rather, you um, also may be having these conversations in your organization. If you are an executive, uh, you may probably be having these discussions um, with your executive teams and looking at potentially going down the agile path. If you're as lucky as I've been, I have had the opportunity to speak to a number of different organizations globally about their agile, big A and small A agile journeys. And being able to do that has really given me a greater sense of appreciation for some of the challenges that they are going through and some of the learnings that they have experienced um, as a result of their transformation journey with Agile. The interesting thing though is I have a um, a lot of people say to me that they feel that with Agile that there is no place for the PMO. For those who are not familiar, PMO stands for Project Management Office. Um, and because there's no consensus on PMO, it could also mean multiple other things such as portfolio, program, um, management office as well. Now, the interesting thing about FOMO and the fear of missing out with relation to Agile is I believe that there are some organizations out there that are often doing or transforming or changing or implementing. In fact, let me let me rephrase that. I, I know for a fact there are organizations out there that look at what their competitors doing and then they follow suit. It's very, very obvious in a number of different industries. I mean, you can see it in banking. You can see it in the uh, motor vehicle transport industry. Um, you can see it in the media industry. There's, there's no industry really that's immune with with um, organizations copying each other. The problem is though, when you're copying what another organization is doing, unless 
you are in that organization. You are experiencing that organization's culture. You have access to the lessons that they were learning. You understand the risks and the issues associated with their agile journey or their implementation, their transformation. How can you possibly know whether that implementation or transformation was at all successful? We can't simply rely on what we're seeing on social media. We can't simply rely on what is on LinkedIn um, when, when you know, organizations are giving themselves praise about a particular aspect of their transformation. I mean, that, that's all well and good and it's great if you can see the teams themselves inspired and motivated by the change. But often I'm finding that that is not the case. Now, through the work that my team and I did over the last 12 months in creating our AMO white paper, an AMO white paper that has been in development now for, since last year and uh, is almost ready for launch, we had a lot of different conversations with people at all levels of an organization. Just, just this week alone, I was having a conversation with a client and one of the first things I ask when we talk about Agile and they say that they are trying to go Agile and they're having some challenges or roadblocks or hurdles is the question that I want to know is why do you want to go Agile? Now, the reaction that I get is often very similar. It's often a look of confusion and the person will say, often I'm not sure it's a management decision. It's come from the top. You know, the CEO wants it. Now, let's just pause and reflect on that for a minute. If your own team does not know why you are going agile, aren't they already set to fail? I mean, organizations will succeed by making sure there is alignment to organizational strategies. For people within the organization to understand the organizational objectives, the goals, the vision, the mission, Going agile is another organizational objective that needs to be well understood. It needs to be clear. I mean, if you think about traditional approaches to project management, for many organizations, they often start with a 40-page business case or, or something like that. And that might take six months to come up with the business case or, or a alternative, um, alternative documentation to show benefits and to show the cost of the project and to show the risks thought out well in advance, to think about the change agenda and the roadmap, etc., etc. But what's startling to me is that the move to transform organisations to Agile appears to be just done. So my question is, is it just FOMO? Is it just fear of missing out that is leading organizations down this path? When deciding to go Agile, and, and when I'm referring to Agile, I am referring to the Agile frameworks, methods, approaches that exist. 
I'm not going to mention any of them now, but there, there's many, many of them. But when you when you take that when you take that step and you decide that that's where you want to go, you really need to think about a number of different things before you progress. Now, top-down commitment is absolutely critical, as with anything. I mean, all good PMOs know that without executive support, there is no PMO. All good program directors know without executive support from the top, there is no programs. So top-down commitment is absolutely imperative. But I would counteract that with bottom-up understanding. Having the bottom-up understanding and knowledge of what you're trying to do is so, so crucial. Because if your own teams, back to that example earlier, don't know what they're doing, then how, what, how are they going to be successful? Also, clear communication of the overall objectives. So setting expectations, sparking that appetite for change, but then following through. Not just identifying and announcing this transformational change, you know, run a town hall and then let the momentum drop. You need to make sure that you have activities to follow through. It's like, it's like social media. Um, if you've got a big launch or if there's a press release of some sort, what comes next? Well, there's, there's, there's marketing leading up to it, a marketing poster. And then there's making sure that the understanding of the, uh, the audience or the public or your clients is there. It's no different with the transformation that is you know, effectively going to transform the way that people do things, their behaviors, the, the culture of an organization may change as a result. Other areas include training. Now, I'm not talking about training that the delivery teams are getting, training with specific Agile tools, um, Agile 101, and other things for the delivery teams because they, more often than not, are covered. I'm talking about providing specific training to help PMOs and executives understand the change in the approach and what will be required of them. Now, we keep forgetting about this one. Delivery teams are always provided an abundance, or well, many organizations, maybe not all, but they're always given an opportunity in, in many organizations to, to access training um, around how to deliver better, how to manage benefits better, how to do risk management better, how to um, or coordinate um, stakeholders, change management, etc., etc. But when we think about PMOs and an executive layer, they often are forgotten. So can we please stop forgetting about this one? When we think about Agile fundamentals, do your broader teams have a general knowledge of Agile fundamentals? It's all well and good to say you're going to do something, but if we don't understand how that is materially going to change the way that we work, then how are we going to know if our investment in this is going, to, is going to heed the ongoing commitment of our resources? And also, there needs to be a clear rollout approach and the change strategy attached to it. It needs to be well-planned and integrated with other transformational initiatives. Doing so can help you avoid confusion and maintain levels of staff engagement and minimise change fatigue. Now, change is constant. It doesn't stop. And that's the same with the Agile journey. It's not a, a race to the finish line. It's a marathon. 
You just keep going and going and continue to self-evolve until you get better and better and better and improve the productivity in your teams. So when going down the agile journey, don't look at what your competitors are doing and assume that that is what you need to do. Have a think about how your organization can be situationally aware. Paying attention to your, your specific culture your specific people's experience and start by building good behaviors. Because if you start by building good behaviors, some of the small A principles that come uh, that are associated with Agile include changing the behavior and the culture. So instead of debating the definitions of Agile and how it should be applied and you know thinking about those things, let's think about the fact that despite Agile itself having many, many different spinning, spin-off frameworks, methods, approaches, etc. Whatever you decide, whatever path you decide, they should be applied in doses incrementally as required for the organizational situation that you are in. Think about what works for you, not what works for your competitors. Now, when with so many organizations seriously considering Agile or already in the midst of their Agile journeys. And you can see that it's evident because in Australia alone, if you look at the job boards, the, the rise of Agile related positions is just growing. The number of advertisements I would, has, has you know, I, I personally think has doubled in the last year alone. So here are the, some of the common challenges, by no means exclusive, that I think that you could be aware of, as these are some of the challenges that we've been seeing and speaking to clients about. So one of them is around lack of understanding between the executive's vision and the requirements of staff to deliver. This goes back to what I mentioned earlier around making sure there is top-down acceptance and bottom-up commitment as well. Lack of experience with basic agile methods is also another one. If you are implementing any new framework or approach, you actually need to help your staff understand the basics in order for them to improve off. You know, think about your organization. Do you have the right culture and company philosophy to instill core agile values? Is there a general organization resistance to change? What has been your past experience when going through change? Is there enough collaboration? Is the collaboration that you have in your organization between your silos today effective? Is it efficient? Do you have a strong silo mentality and us versus them nature? How can you address that? How do you improve your organizational maturity so that you are ready to evolve and to transform and to change at rapid pace? Do you currently have inconsistency and gaps an ineffective delivery with traditional methods. If you already have challenges around the way you do things in traditional methods, traditional waterfall approaches in delivery, what makes you think that going agile is going to improve those? Maybe you should focus on improving the underlying challenges that you currently have and find, look, and find, look for them and find them before you go and try a different method. And quality issues where agile and non-agile worlds collide or interface. So these are by no means an exclusive list of some of the challenges, but they are some of the common ones that we're seeing through being involved in this space in the industry. 
Now, before you jump on the Agile bandwagon for fear of missing out, perhaps as an organization or as a team leader or as a department lead, stop and look at the risks if you aren't successful. Create a risk management approach that assesses what will happen if things don't go to plan. Take your time to approach it. Approach it incrementally and test and learn along the way. And remember, Agile is a destination. Sorry, Agile is not a destination rather. It's actually a journey. So don't be in such a rush to get to the end point. There is no end point in true Agile worlds. It's actually all about continuing to test and learn every step of the way. There's no such thing as done because you'll never stop learning. So remember, Agile is not a destination. It's a journey. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you have been able to think, feel or be inspired by something that I have shared today. If you would like more information on our podcast or on anything that I've covered today, please reach out to me on any social media just by searching my name, F-A-T-I-M-A-H, surname A-W-B-O-U-C-H-I. You can also find us on our website blog, www.agilemanagementofficeasoneword.com. And you can also reach out to us by email. It's Fatima, F-A-T-I-M-A-H dot A at agilemanagementoffice.com. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in today to another episode of Agile Ideas, the podcast, and we look forward to future episodes with you. Have a great day.